Okay, today's daf is 66, daf Samachvav. We are up to the Gemara, about uh, 10 or 11 lines down on Samachvav Amad Aleph. Zakt, der Gemara, Tanur Rabbonon, the rabbis learned and so should we. The Gemara is going to start us out with a story. And um, we just read Tanur Rabbanan, the rabbis learned, so shui, halacha zunis alma b'bnei b'seira. The halacha of, um, the, the halachas pertaining to shechting a carbon Pesach on Arab Sha- on Shabbos, when Shabbos falls out on Arab Pesach, those halachas were hidden from the b'nei b'seira. Now the b'nei b'seira were the Nesim, they were the princes of Klal Yisrael, and they did not know how to paskin this halacha. So the Gemara tells us a story. Pamachas, one time, Cholarba also the Yesh B'Shabbos. Erev Pesach fell out on Shabbos, like this year. Shachu v'layadu and Pesach dechitz Shabbos im And there's two ways to understand what happened. Either they did not know the halacha about whether you shech the carbon Pesach on Shabbos or not. That's the simple way to understand it. There, some of the Rishonim understand that their shaila was if anybody knew the source for the halacha to shech the carbon pesach. Amru, and they said, Anybody know about this halacha? About what, what do you do? What, like, what do we do? You know, there's no Ezra's Tyra Luach uh, uh, telling us what to do uh, when, uh, when the carbon pesach falls out on Shabbos. Amru lahem. So they said to the Bnei Biseira, there's a yid that's coming up from Bavel. Here we go. So they said there's a yid from Bavel, the Hillel Habavli Shmoy. And his name is Hillel Habavli. Hillel from Bavel. That he was Meshamish Tamidicham. He learned by the greatest sages, Shmaya and Avtalian, who were the, from the greatest converts. In history, they were the G'dayle Hadar. And Hillel learned by them. So if you want to know a halacha, let's go ask Hillel. The idea, he would know in Pesach Teiches, a Shabbos and Lav, what the halacha is about a carbon Pesach being Teiches Shabbos. Sholchu v'karulay. So they sent a message to call for Hillel. To ask him, Mishaila, what do you do when Arab Pesach falls out on Shabbos? Amrulai, they said to him, Do you know where the carbon Pesach is? Deich Shabbos. Omar lahem, Hillel says to them, What, this only happens one time? Well, you, you never have any other any other carbonus that you shecht on Shabbos. Now the Mepharshim explain, Rashi and others explain, what does it mean 200 psachim are done? What Hillel is saying is that every Shabbos we shech the carbon hatamid twice. Every Shabbos we shech the carbon musaf. On Yom Tif, we're always shechting. Says Hillel, if you look throughout the calendar year, there's automatically at least 200 carbonists that are shechted on Shabbos. And therefore, it shouldn't be the biggest chiddush to you that a carbon Pesach is shechted on Shabbos as well. That's basically his response. Amrulai. So they said to Hillel, What's your source? What's the Pasuk? 
telling me that a Korban Pesach should be shechted on Shabbos. Amar lahem, so Hillel says to them, Namar mayadoi Pesach, what we learned when we read the Mishnah yesterday, it says the word mayadoi in its time regarding the Korban Pesach, and it says the word mayadoi in its set time when it comes to the Korban Tomit, just like we know a Korban Tomit. Is doich Shabbos af mayadai homer bepesach doich the Shabbos so to mayadai that says by Pesach is doich Shabbos veoid and furthermore kavachaymer who you can make a kavachaymer umatamid just like by the carbonatamid sheinai onosh karis where there's no chi of kares if it's not brought doich es Shabbos that's doich es Shabbos so Pesach the carbon Pesach sheonosh kares. Where if you don't bring a carbon pesach, there's a chiv kares. How much more so should override Shabbos? Okay. So miyad immediately. Guess what happened? Until now, the bnei b'seira were the nesiim of Kal Yisrael, and now they didn't have their Ezra's Tera luach, so they didn't know whether to bring the carbon pesach on Shabbos. Hillel comes along. He gives the answer. So Miyad immediately, Hashivuhu Barash, they made Hillel the Nasi of Klal Yisrael. Uminuhu Nasi Aleim, they appointed him the president, the Nasi. And he was the one who started giving all the drushes. His Chil Mekantaram Bidvarim. Now, this next piece of Gemara is going to be very interesting. And we're going to have to wait to see the consequences of what's about to happen. But keep in mind what's happening. You have the Bnei Becerra. They were the leaders. They didn't know how to answer a Shiloh. Hillel comes along and answers the Shiloh. They now demoted the Bnei Becerra from being the Nesim, And they promoted Hillel. Hishil Mekantaram Bedvar. So Hillel began to give the Bnei Becerra Musr. He gave them Musr. Omar Lahen. He said to the Bnei Becerra, Mi garam lachem she'ela You know what caused that I'm in this position now and you're not? He says it's important for you, the Bnei Becerra, to be mishamish tamidei chachamim. He gave them Musr. Okay. Now, we're going to see that, unfortunately, this bit of Musr to the Bnei Becerra is going to come back to haunt Hillel a little bit. Let's see how the story continues. Amru Lai. They said to him, Rabbi Shokach Hevi Sakamir of Shabbos Bahu. What's the halacha when it comes to a Karban Pesach? You said we're supposed to shecht it on Shabbos. Well, what happens if you forget the shechita knife? You can't carry it to the Beis HaMikdash. So yeah, you're allowed to shecht it, but there's no knife to shecht it with. So what do we do? Omar lohem, Hillel said to them, Halacha shamati This is Hillel's punishment. Hillel said, oh, if you would have learned by Shabbat, you would have known all the answers too. So they asked him a shayla, and all of a sudden Hillel doesn't know. He also doesn't know the answer. Ella, but listen to what Hillel says. This is so important and so beautiful about Klal Yisrael. 
Hillel says, I don't know the answer, but if you really want to know the answer, what the halacha is, Hanach lahem liyisrael, just go watch the Yidden. You know what? They themselves may not be prophets. Their mother and father may not be prophets. But go see how Klal Yisrael acts. By watching the Minhagim of Klal Yisrael, we'll learn the Halacha. Lemachar, what happened? Lemachar either means right away or the next day. Usually means the next day. There's a whole Shiloh over here. What it means over here. They started watching Klal Yisrael. And people who, who needed the Shechita knives, they were, instead of carrying it by themselves, they would stick the Shechita knife into the wool of the sheep. And the sheep would carry it on their own. And if a person was bringing a goat, which was also allowed to be a carbon Pesach, they put the knives, they would stick it and thrust it where it would you know, be wedged between the horns. And the goat would carry it itself. Watch this. This reminded him of the halacha and he said, yeah, By watching Klal Yisrael, this is taka what my rabbeim told me is the proper mahalach. Okay, This is the proper thing to do. What Klal Yisrael is doing is a proper thing. A beautiful, beautiful message about, about um, you know, just, just watching it and watching Klal Yisrael and, and learning how things are supposed to be. Amar Mar, the Tana Tata, Stemar Mayadai B'Pesach, Benemar Mayadai B'Tomit, as word Mayadai B'Karban Pesach, and as word Mayadai B'Karban Atomit. Ma Mayadai B'Pesach, Dech Shabbos, just like Mayadai B'Pesach is Dech Shabbos, Af Mayadai B'Pesach, B'Tomit, Dech Shabbos, just like the Tomit is Dech Shabbos, Af Mayadai B'Pesach, Dech Shabbos. Okay, says the Gemara, fine. The same way the word Moado by a Tamid means you shechted on Shabbos, so too Moado by Pesach means you shechted on Shabbos. But how do you know in the first place that Moado of Tamid means to shecht on Shabbos? How do you know that? Ask the Gemara, the Tamid Gufei, the carbon Tamid itself, Menon the Dachi Shabbos. How do you know that when it says Moado, that means even on Shabbos? Elim, if you're going to say, because Mayadai means in its time, means you're never allowed to change the time. Pesach Nami, Haksiv Mayadai. Until I knew the halacha by Pesach, I didn't know to learn it out from Tamid. So I didn't know that the word Mayadai allowed me to on Pesach. Meaning, very Gishmak. Listen to this. If Mayadai means leave it in its time, if that's really what it means, so then why did I need to look at the carbon Pesach? And say, oh, the same way Moado by Tamid means in its time. So too Moado by Pesach means in its time. You don't need to make that drasha. All you need to say is, oh, Moado means in its time. Okay, it says Moado by Pesach. I don't even need to look at Tamid. I don't need Tamid as a source. Whenever it says Moado, keep it in its time. It's got nothing to do with it. Ella, rather, Moado Lamashma. It seems that the word Moado itself doesn't tell me specifically that it's Daicheshavs. Well then, so why taka? We're back to square one. Why is a carbon atomid doche shabbos? Ella amakra. Rather, it's because the pasuk says, "Oila shabbos bishabatoi," the oila of shabbos on its shabbos al oila satomid. In addition to the oila satomid, mechlal oila the tomid 
Karva B'Shabbos. You see that the Karvan Ola B'Tamid is Daicha Shabbos. And now that we know Karvan Atamid is Daicha Shabbos, and it says Mo'ado, boom, that's going to be the source for Karvan Pesach as well. Amar Mar, the Tana taught us, Fa'id Kavachaymer, in addition to the Psukim, we had a logic, we made a Kavachaymer, where there's no of karis. Still, you bring for if, if you don't bring it. Still, it's daicha shabbos. Pesach she'onush karis einoidin shadeichas shabbos. Pesach where there's a of karis is daicha shabbos. That was a logic that we said. Besides, for the pasuk, ask the Gemara on this logic. I can ask you on this kavachaymer. Granted, a carbon hatamid. There's no of karis. However, it's brought daily. And guess what? It's completely burnt up to the Rabbi Nishleilam. So maybe something that happens every day, yeah, when, you, when, you, when you're already in the middle of your medicine, yeah, you're taking 14 days of medicine, and you're on day number three, you keep taking it on jobs. Yeah? When you're in the middle of something, and you have consistency, you don't stop. Maybe specifically an Ayla of Atamid is Daicha Shabbos. And in addition to that, you could say, maybe only something that's completely burnt to the Rabbi Nishleilam is Daicha Shabbos. A carbon Pesach is not brought every day, only once a year. And it's not completely burnt up because we also eat from the meat. So how do you know it has the same halacha? The Gemara says, Kavachimer Amar Lehu Beresha Uparchua. Hillel first told them this Kavachimer and they asked this question. And then he said, okay, you, you're right. You, you knocked off my Kavachimer. And then he went ahead and made the Gzeir Shava from the carbon Hatamid. Says the Gemara, the Chimiachar, the Gemara Gzir Shava. But once Hillel had a Gzir Shava, why did he mention a Kavachimer initially? Gzir Shava is much stronger than a Kavachimer. That's what we think right now. Kavachimer Lamali. Why do you start out with a Kavachimer? Says the Gemara, The reason why Hillel said a Kavachimer was for the Bnei Biseir. And he said to them as follows They didn't know the Halacha. So he says like this. Okay, you guys obviously never heard of Xerah Shav. You never heard of this Xerah Shav of Mayadai from Karbon Atamid. The Allah of Xerah Shav is it has to be part of your Messorah. At least, maybe if you're going to tell me you don't have Xerah Shav, at least use logic. A person is allowed to make Kavachimer and, and, and uh, make logic. Why didn't you do that? They said to him, because it's a shvacha, it's a, it's a weak kavachaymer. So he said, okay, you don't have a kavachaymer. I have a gzera shava. You're going to have to rely on my gzera shava. Period. Amar mar. The Tanatos. Yeah, what happened? If Hillel said, let's go look at what Klai Yisrael is doing. And the next day, they saw all the people sticking knives into the wool, Gedi, Teichavlai, Ben Kronov, and if it was a goat, they stuck it between the horns, top of Amabes. Ah, he says the Gemara, Vaka Avid Avaida Bekachim, but you're not allowed to do an Avaida on Sha, uh, uh, you're not allowed to work uh, hectic animals. You're not allowed to do work with them, and over here, they're carrying your knife for you. You're not allowed to make personal use of hectic animals. So the answer is Kehillo. No. Because Hillel had a psaq, the time he learned in the Raisa, Amr Allah al Hill. They said uh, they, they said about Hillel, a person was never over, never transgressed Me'ila. Allah Mivia Khulun Lazar. 
because, excuse me, Hillel told people, never make your animals kadosh sooner than you need to. So if you intend for an animal to belong to Hektish, what you should do, Hillel says, is an Eitzetayva. Don't say when you're in your house, Hareza Hektish, because you're setting yourself up for potential Averis of Me'ila, maybe going to use it personally. Rather, keep in mind that you're going to the Beis HaMikdash, and then once you get to the Beis HaMikdash, you'll be Makdashit. And therefore, nobody, in the days of Hillel, people always showed up with their stuff being Chulim. And only afterwards did it become hektish. And therefore, there wasn't an issue to stick the knife into the wool of the sheep or the wool of the goat or, or the horns of the goats because it wasn't. It didn't yet belong to hektish. Says the Gemara, "Befesach b'Shabbos hechi matzi makdishle." Well, guess what? That does not work well when erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos. Why? Because v'hatanan we learned in a Mishnah. You're on Shabbos, you're not allowed to make something hektish. And you're not allowed to make a shavua for Erechin that I'm giving my value to hektish, or to make a cherem, to asir yourself. So you can't also elevate truma and maiser, meaning to make something not tevel. You're not allowed to do any other, how much more so on Shabbos? So uh, here's the Gemara's question. A carbon Pesach had to belong to Hektish. Even if Hillel in general told people, don't make it Hektish till you get to the base on Mikdash, he couldn't tell them that on Shabbos. Because on Shabbos, you're not allowed to make anything Hektish. So it must be, in this case, when Shabbos was Erev Pesach, they made the, the animals Hektish prior to Shabbos. And if they made their animals Hektish prior to Shabbos, now we have our original question, which is, why were they allowed to stick their knives into the wool? You're now making personal use of hektish. Says the Gemara, Where do we say that you're not allowed to be maktish something on Shabbos? That's by something that has no fixed time, meaning it doesn't need to be brought on Shabbos. But something that is must be done on Shabbos, then you're allowed to Sanctify it on Shabbos. The Amar of Hechinon, not to show them as Pischah B'Shabbos, like also beyond if you're tackled to make your Karban Pesach and your Karban Chagiga fit for Yamtif. And if you think about it, it makes sense. For example, let's say the Beis HaMikdash, which needs to bring a Karban Atomit on Shabbos twice, right? Let's say you come to the Beis HaMikdash, the Kayin shows up, and it turns out the animals that are there were never sanctified. You're going to say, don't bring the Karban Atomit? No. You'll say, be Makdashin, because you need it for. It's Zman. Says the Gemara, is it really true that you're, uh, I'm sorry, is, yeah, is it really true that they were allowed to use the sheep and the goats to carry their knives? But this is Mechamer. Mechamer is a prohibition of um, doing something together with your animal. Okay? Um, for example, you're not allowed to load up your animal. Barashi says you're also not allowed to guide your animal because that's considered like uh, leading it in a particular direction. Says the Gemara. So therefore, if you st- if you stick it on, it's kind of you know you're going to end up taking it in a particular direction and it's going to be usher. Says the Gemara. No, Okay, when you when you uh, do it, you do it with a shinoi. 
in unusual way, it's allowed. Says the Gemara, no, if you do it with a shinoi, granted, it's not going to be biblically prohibited, but a shinoi just makes it also drabona. It doesn't make it completely permitted. The Gemara answers, this is actually what the Bnei Besera were arguing on Hillel about. Listen to this, they said, something that is permitted me and there's only a rabbin there's a rabbinic prohibition standing in the way my knife doesn't get to the can't get to the following to the location unless I'm over the rabbanon if I got a chiv what's the halacha do I am I over the daraisa am I over the rabbanon in order to fulfill the daraisa or not I learned this halacha by Shmaya and Talia, but I forgot. Let's go see what Klal Yisrael are doing. Period. Okay. Now, the Gemara is going to get involved in some Agadita, we'll call it uh, Musr. Uh, some uh, very interesting uh, Musser messages, which is going to take us uh, to about five lines from the bottom of the page. So here we go. Om Ravido Maravido says the name of Rav. Call Hamis Yaher. Anybody who transgresses Yuhara. Yuhara is arrogance. Okay? Anybody who's arrogant. Imchacham who? You could be a Talmud Chacham. You could be wise. You could have Tyra. Rashis Chachma, you could Yiras Hashem. You could be a Yari Shemayim. If you, if a person's arrogant, they lose their chacham. Im navi who? He can even be a navi. If who also misalekas mimenu, the prophecy leaves him. Im chachamu chachmas misalekas mimenu mehil. Where do you see that you can be a chacham and still lose it? From Hillel. Our story. The Amar Mar. Look what happened. What happened? What what happened? Hischil mekantaron bidvarim. Hillel looked at the Bnei B'Seir and he started giving them Musr. He said, oh, I learned by Shmaya and Abtalyan. You're not learning by Shmaya and Abtalyan. And then, you know, ultimately he was forced to say, you know, I learned by Shmaya and Abtalyan, but I forgot my halachas there anyway. So you see, a Chacham, in this slight way, can lose their Chacham. First be a prophet, and through arrogance... We learn from Devira, could you lose the prophecy? It says by Devira, they stopped living in the cities of Yisrael, where Yisrael stopped living. Devora got up, Shakamti aim be Yisrael, until somebody else, a mother came uh, to Kla Yisrael. Basically, she was saying that Kla Yisrael is lucky to have her around. And then afterwards it says, Uri Uri Dvaira, Uri Uri Dabri Shir, Vigaymer, that Devora had to dab, and originally she was able to sing Shira, and then she forgot how to sing Shira, how to sing songs to the Banishalim. So you see that the prophecy left her once she used these words that that uh, had a smell, we'll call it, a shemet of arrogance. Rishlaka Shamar Rishlaka says, Kol Adam Shekayis. Any person who gets angry, if he's wise, it leaves him. 
he's a Navi, it leaves him as well. Now, what's the proof from here? Okay, so not only does haughtiness and arrogance cause this, but even anger. We learn from Aisha. Maisha became angry with the Pekude He Choyel, okay, where they allowed the Midian women to live. Uksev, and after he got angry, it says, Elazar, the Kayan, said to the warriors, This is the Chayk of the Torah that Hashem commanded Maisha Rabbeinu. Okay, why, why is Elazar HaKayan all of a sudden the one teaching Torah? Michlal, you see from here, the Maisha Ilamimen, that this halacha was taken away from Maisha. See, the Torah is hinting to us that this little element of anger from Maisha caused them to lose out on Chacham. If he's a Navi, then it causes a war to leave from Elisha. It says, If not for having seen King Yahishafat, I, I would not have uh, looked upon you. Uksiv, and it says right afterwards, the menagen. He says, Elisha uh, says, please make uh, bring me a menagen. Somebody start some songs. And when the menagen, when the one who sings plays the songs plays, uh, then it'll come upon him the yad Hashem that uh, he needed because he was angry. He needed somebody to come play music for him. And once the music would come, that would remove his anger and he would receive his prophecy back. Omar, Rav Mani Bar Potish, Rav Mani Bar Potish says, Kol anybody, Kol anybody who gets angry, even if in Shemayim it was Paskin that he should be elevated, it's removed from him. Minolan, where do you see this from? May Aliyav, from Aliyav Shenemar, as it says, Vayichar af Aliyav, Vidavid. Aliyav got very angry at David, Vayyamer, and he says, Lamazayaradta, why did you come down? Vaalmini tashta ma'at hatsain. And uh, why are you leaving this little bit of uh, the Hagena uh, uh, the sheep out in the wilderness? Aniyadati esadaynecha. I know your Averus, and the bad that's in your heart, you're coming down in order to check out, in, in other words, cause battle. And uh, when Shmuel went to, um, to uh, make David HaMelech king, by all the other sons, it says, Hashem didn't choose this one, and by Aliyah it says, Listen to this. Don't even look at him. Don't even say that he's not worthy of being king. Don't even look at him at all because of the anger that burned towards David, which means that until until that point, Hashem had gazed at Eliav, but because he was uh, because he got angry, so he lost the ability to be elevated to Gedula. Now my question to everybody here, before we get back to the halacha of the Karban HaTamid to wrap up for today, my question is, what is anger? I have never figured this out completely. I've had a number of discussions, 
But at what point is somebody considered angry? And what type of anger are we referring to? First of all, I want to know what level. If I get agitated, does that mean I'm angry? If I'm frustrated, does that mean I'm angry? When is somebody, at what point is somebody considered to be bekas? And when I've had these conversations with people, a lot of the conversations boil back around to kas comes, I believe this from the stipler, kas comes when das leaves, or you could say it the opposite, das leaves when kas comes. As soon as a person loses their mind, right, due to anger, the issue with that is, and it, I, I, I'm assuming that is the pshat, but the issue with that is that we can lose our das even prior. Like when a person gets really like just agitated by something, it also removes our ability to think straight. But am I am I called angry at that moment? Am I already called angry? What do you say, Rabbi David? Once it takes over your mind. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Okay, let's wrap up. The Gemara told the two dots. Okay, just a couple more lines. Says the Gemara, Ashkecha, and we find Tamid, who Pesach, the Dachu Shabbos. We find the Kabbana Tamid and the Kabbana Pesach. Is Dachu Shabbos, the Dachu Tumma Menolon. How do you know that it's also Dachu Tumma? Okay. Um, the uh, kaihanim who are tame are not allowed to bring a lot of uh, a lot of karbonas. Okay, now um, the halacha is by a carbon pesach that if most of Klal Yisrael is already tame, so then uh, or okay either Klal Yisrael is tame or the kaihanim and the beis hamikdash and the klisharis are tame, so then it's still a uh, a kosher carbon. It's still a kosher carbon pesach. And the Karban Pesach uh, uh, takes precedent, so to speak, over the Tumba. What's the source? So Amri, they said, Say we learn out the Pesach from Tumid when it comes to Shabbos, uh, that you bring a Karban Pesach on Shabbos. You learn out a Karban Tumid from a Pesach when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Tumba. Okay? And uh, therefore, a carbon pesach is brought even to uh, e- uh, is brought even when there's a situation of of uh, tumah. And the same thing would hold true not only by a pesach but even by a carbon atomid. So, in other words, we're learning out pesach from tumid as far as hilchas shabbos, and we're going to learn out tumid from pesach as far as hilchas tumah. Ask the Gemara, pesach gufa minol and hey, the carbon pesach itself. You bring when there's tuma, even when the, there's tuma involved. When individual men become tummy nefesh, this word ish lets us know that there's a, if there's a one man, then it's pesach sheni. If it's ish ish, man each man, then you then you push off the pesach sheni. But if you don't have man each man, then it doesn't get pushed off till pesach sheni. Ella of the Rather, you bring it in its original state as Toma. Okay, so now that we know a carbon Pesach is brought even when there's Toma, we're going to learn the same thing out to the carbon Atomic. Amalei Rishim ben Lakish to Rabbiachnan. Rishim ben Lakish says to Rabbiachnan, Ema, let us say, Ish nitchele Pesach Sheni. 
maybe what it means is is that when when an individual individual person becomes tamei, so he's got to bring a pesach sheni a month later. But tzibur lasetakanta, maybe it means that a tzibur doesn't bring a pesach betuma. Maybe it means they don't do it at all. Instead of inferring that on, that only when an individual is tamei you bring a pesach sheni, but the rest of the Yisrael brings it betuma. No, maybe it means that if everybody's tamei, nobody should bring a karba pesach. On Pesach Rishon and on Pesach Shein. Tzibur lasetakanta, lai Pesach Rishon, lai Pesach Shein. After the Gemara, Ella Amr of Shem Melagish Miyacha. Rather, Shem Melagish says, I'll bring you the proof that a carbon Pesach is brought even when there's Toma. It says, They sent out of the camps anybody who was, uh, who was uh, Tome, uh, uh, a Tsarua, a Metzaira, a Zav, or anybody who is Tome Mace. Now, when we say a person is a is a, a all you need to say is when somebody's tummy mace, and you don't have to mention zav mitzrayim. And I'll know through my logic. Listen, if you get sent out of the camp when you're tummy mace, zav mitzrayim How much more so should we send out the other two? Why? Okay, so the Gemara is going to, Rashi tells us that the Gemara is going to explain to us short, the Gemara is going to explain soon, we'll see it on, to, on tomorrow's daf, that, that um, there's times where a Metzaira and a Zav is more Machmir than a Tamei Mace. So if Tamei Mace gets sent out of the camp, Kavachaymer, the other two, and you don't need to, you don't need to list it in the Pasuk. Ella, rather, top of tomorrow's daf, says, says uh, Reish Lakish, Yashlecha Shah, Shazavnu Mishtalchim. It must be there's some sort of moment where a Zav and a Metzaira leave, but if somebody who's Tameh because of Mace doesn't need to leave. The Eze, when is this Mechudish Dika case, this novel case, where we're going to be, uh, we're going to be lenient on a Tameh Mace and be strict on, every, on, on a Zav and Metzaira? When it comes to a Pesach, that's brought with Toma, and we'll hold it here for today. And Bezshem, tomorrow we will start out by asking a question on Reish Lakish's attempted source.